and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads of Comics. Today is Sunday, April 8th, 2018. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everyone is having a lovely spring time here in April. Um, it's, it's nearly freezing. Uh, parts of the country are still having snow and sleet, but uh, it's spring's here. So that that's great for everybody. Uh, my wife and I are celebrating by uh, watching all the James Bond movies for some unknown reason. She's never seen them all, so we're going through them. Uh, we've made our way through the Roger Moore era, and uh, man, man, that was a bad time, turns out. Uh, the 70s and 80s were, were, were rough. All right, let's see what's happening in the comedies. The comedies. The funnies today, if you will. Our first... Uh, Comic strip of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this particular episode, uh, the Born Loser is having dinner with his boss, and the boss is just telling him a, a lengthy story about uh, how he... It, it, I'm not going to read it, because it's it's about seven panels long of him just talking about, well, the first thing I did was hire away a competitor and blah, 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 blah. And finally goes, and that's how I made my first million. And he goes, well... I've grown tired. I've grown weary of talking about myself. Why don't you talk about me for a while? And the joke here is that the born loser's boss is a narcissist and wants to hear only things about himself uh, because that's just the way it is. And the born loser must bear it silently for lo. If he does not, he will probably be fired. Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice in this particular episode. Um, okay, Arlo is sitting outside, and Janice brings out some drinks and a bowl of chips. And she's chilly, you can tell, because she, you know she's shivering. She's always she's always chilly. And she says to him, "You know, you know, the season's just now beginning. You don't have to binge watch it." And Arlo says, "I wouldn't say I'm binge watching. I think of it more as purge watching." What? Um. And the joke. Here is uh, that uh, uh, I I do not know. I do not know that what this joke means. Sorry, I alert alert the authorities. Sound the alarms. I cannot explain this joke. Uh, I mean, I understand that you know we say we're binge watching a show on Netflix, uh, but. I don't know what, it, what I don't know what's being purged that he's man I don't I don't I have no idea so he, instead of binge watching he's purge watching and that's the opposite of binge the end hoy uh, our next comic of the day is BC by Mastro Aini and Hart in uh, this episode an ant walks up to the top of an ant hill and uh, the other ant goes, hey, Ned, what brings you up here? And the ant that just climbed up says, sticky feet. <laughs> because he's, yeah, yeah you get it. Uh, anyway, that, that leads us into our next, uh, into the actual comic of the day, which shows one of the cavemen, Peter, Thor, I don't know which one, climbing up a, uh, a cliff. And he goes through one, two, three, four, five, six panels of climbing. And he reaches the top, and there's a guru sitting on top with... Um, Okay, well, in the first panel, okay, he has a hat. That's what that is. He's wearing, like, a weird hat. And uh, the caveman goes, oh, great guru, what is the secret to a peaceful life? And the guru says, location. The joke here is that uh, the, the guru 
is in a remote place and and therefore it's peaceful because he picked a good good location. See, see, he had to the, the caveman had to climb all that way to get to him. See, uh, he couldn't just walk up. Yeah, okay. Uh, our next comedy of the day is Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh, and, and Ripley's Believe It or Not is full of fascinating facts. I'm not going to go through all of them, but one of them is that Chinese checkers was created in Germany, so they should have just called it German checkers, but they didn't. So that's fascinating. But then the the other one of the other facts is that newborn giant pandas are about the same size as a stick of butter, and to demonstrate this, they they have drawn a stick of butter, and then there's this pink thing that is presumably supposed to be a baby giant panda, but it looks like a rejected Muppet. Uh, it's just, and it's not, the thing is, it's not lined up directly parallel to the stick of butter. It's like, they're not, they're not parallel completely. So while it looks like that's probably true from the drawing, we can't tell that it's true because, the they're offset, so we got a pink Muppet offset from a giant stick of butter. So there you go. All right, our next comic of the day is Stephen Bentley's Herb and Jamal. In this episode, uh, some guy shows up at the diner and goes, "Here you go, uh, Herb. I brought you some homemade chili. Um, you know, it's probably cooled down, so you can give it a try." So Herb takes a a bite, and um, it's he's Got, ooh, he's got tears shooting off his face, and there's clouds over his head with lightning, uh, and then there's smoke or steam pouring out of it, all the holes in his head. Um, and the guy walks out, and uh, Herb says, you know, chili is a word that sounds a lot like the word chili, C-H-I-L-L-Y. But even when chili becomes chili, it's still incredibly hot and the joke here is uh that there's homonyms involved and the word chili and he explains it he explains the joke to you the word chili the dish is spelled differently than the word chili meaning cold but even when chili is chili it's not chili see because it ah because it's the the spice it's spicy hot then you see that's (laughs) You get it. okay. Even when by temperature it's cold or chilly, chili is still spicy hot. So uh, even when chili is chilly, it's hot. There you go. Hey, yeah, Our next comic of the day is Crankshaft. In this uh, episode, uh, Crankshaft has a hose and he's watering the yard. And he goes, uh, "Man, this never kink uh, self-straining hose sure does a great job. It makes watering the ground easier." And he's bending over and he goes, you know, now all I need now is a never kink self-straightening back. Uh, and the joke, and his back is hurting. We know this because there are stars shooting out of it. The joke here is that Crankshaft, as he is aged, get it, it hurts him more in his back to do manual labor. Uh, so if he could get a back that was much like the hose, he'd be in better shape. Our uh, next comic of the day is Croc. In this episode, um, one of the women uh, is, goes, Aha! And she's reading a newspaper to a guy who's digging a hole in the desert. And that, that's what he's doing. He's digging a hole in the sand for no readily apparent reason. 
And she goes, you know, it says here that a man's brain is larger than a woman's brain, but a woman's brain is faster. So uh, she goes, you know, sort of like a sports car, huh? Ha, ha, ha. And he goes, well, then our brains must be like a big SUV. And she says, yeah, if Edsel made SUVs. And the joke here requires you to understand that the Edsel was a failed car in many, many decades ago, before most people who would have even read this comic were born. Um, it's not even really that much in the uh, pop culture anymore, but uh, there was a time when, uh, if you said the word Edsel, people knew that it was a failed vehicle. And that's the joke here, is that, that men's brains are like a, a failed car. Yeah. All right. Our next comic of the day is is Curtis. Okay. And all right. Now I'm trying to understand this one. In this episode, Curtis is having a party at his house, and he says, "Hey, did you did you, did you give that cake for my guests? You know, it's supposed to have Jay Z and Beyonce's face on it." And Dad goes, "Yeah, that would cost fifty cents extra. So never mind." All right. So people start knocking at the door, and then, all right, for some reason, uh. Dennis the Menace walks in, Bart Simpson walks in, Calvin walks in, the kid from the Boondocks walks in, um, Stewie from Family Guy, and then um, Heathcliff the Cat comes in, and they're having a party, and uh, the final panel, Dad says, 10 bucks, some neighbor's going to call the cops before this party's over. Uh, I guess the joke here is that because Curtis is a comic strip, he knows a lot of cartoon characters, and when they have a party, they're ra- they're rowdy. I I guess so. I, I mean, the, the joke is simply, "Hey, look!" It's not really a joke. It's just, "Hey, looky here!" It's cartoon characters. <laughs> but the, the 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 joke beyond that, I guess, is that uh, they are terrible guests and will lead to the law being. Man, I don't even, it was seriously, I mean, there's not even an, an attempt at a joke here. It's just, uh, it's just him welcoming in various cartoon, and, he, and one of them is Heathcliff, not even Garfield. So it's like, uh, it's like inviting Howard Huge, but not Marmaduke. It doesn't even make, it doesn't even make sense. Or maybe Fred Bassett, which is. That all right, I'm moving on. Our next comic of the day is Dennis the Menace, and as you know, on Sundays Dennis the Menace's comics are titled. This one is called Sweet Tooth. In this episode, Dennis and some old guy who I assume is a grandfather, though I don't I, I don't remember ever seeing this guy, but I'm sure we have. I just don't remember him. But he but he's a grand he's I think he's Dennis's grandfather. They're eating cookies. And uh they're talking to each other and goes, man, and the the grandfather says, man, that was a great dessert tonight. And Dennis goes, yeah, sure was. And then the grandfather says, do you think your mom knew that we snuck some cookies before supper? And Dennis goes, yeah, I think so. And uh, then he goes, well, do you think she knew I helped you? And then Dennis, in the final panel, it's revealed that both Dennis and the grandfather are in chairs facing the corner in the room. And uh, Dennis goes, I'm pretty, I'm almost positive. The joke here is that they were placed in the corner for their foul deeds, um, and somehow an adult was forced to sit in the corner for assisting in a in a cookie heist. That, yeah, that's pretty much 
That's pretty much the joke there. We got, I was at, when I was in camp growing up, we, we got in trouble because we wanted some cookies and the, the guy, the quartermaster, we called him, who was the, the kid that was in charge of the cookies, wouldn't let us because he was doing his job appropriately, but we, we, we forcibly <laughs> removed him from his post and stole the cookies anyway, and we, we got in a lot of trouble. So that was, I think like we had to, we had, we got no more cookies for the remainder of the camp out, which was upsetting. Our next comment oh, is the family, yeah, Bill Keen's family circus. And in this episode, what is happening? Okay. Dolly walks up on some kid, another girl who has, who's sitting there looking, has a neutral expression on her face. Then Dolly smiles at the kid and then kid then smiles back at Dolly and then in the final panel, Dolly is looking at the camera with her with her arms extended with a shoulder shrug, going, you know, like, oh, well, the, here you, go. what do you know, or you know, you know, you know what I mean, that expression huh? where you're just like, ex- anyway, Dolly is looking at what I would call the camera and says, you know, you can't give a smile away; it always comes back. And the 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 point of this is that if you smile at somebody they'll smile back at you uh is that funny no no the answer is no it is not it is not funny why is it not funny because it's in the family circus that's why because nothing nothing is ever funny in the family circus bah finally today andy cap is drunk This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. Howling Monkey Radio.